Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Old for TikTok. Catalina, how are you? I've been better. I'm very tired. It's the beginning of the week. Mercury is in mega grade. I actually don't know if whatever is in retrograde, but I know of like three other people today who are having bizarre days. And I feel like we should check like what's up with the moon situation. How are you? Well, I'm sorry that you're going through this. This is a depressing way to start this episode when we have such good February TikTok. Should we start over? <laughs> no, that's okay. You're just living your truth. And I'm sorry that your truth is that you're tired and something's happening with the stars or the moon. I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm just something's making an assumption. I'm but assuming. It, it is Monday, uh, so we'll release this on Thursday. But you know what was last night? It was the Grammys. Did you watch the Grammys? No. <laughs> yeah. But your, you? your your boy Bad Bunny was opened the Grammys. Yeah, I watched some clips of that. That was pretty cool. I saw yeah. a clip of Ben Affleck making some faces. I saw yeah. Lizzo giving her speech. I didn't really watch the whole speech. I read the list of um, winners. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, that was pretty much my engagement with the Grammys. Who watches the Grammys? Do you watch I, the Grammys? I watch the Grammys from front to back for God knows what reason. That is but just... It's boomer behavior is what it is. I, um, my, my parents don't even watch the Grammys, Tina. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I will say the only thing of note, the thing that shocked me the most is when... You know when they have the people who died and they have people like singing and the tribute. Oh, what are yeah, they called? Yeah, like yeah. in memoriam. In or memoriam. In memoriam. So Migos. Oh, one of them died. Yeah. One of them died, and one of them did the tribute, Ooh. and I cried. It was so very touching. I don't know. <laughs> I remember a few years back, one of the members of Migos performed at Eurovision, which. I really enjoyed. Um, I don't think it was the one who died. I think I the think one who died Quavo. is Offset. Quavo no, is the one Offset who... did not die. Oh, sorry. And neither did Quavo. No, Quavo did the tribute. Offset is the Cardi B's partner. He did not die. Not Offset, Takeoff. That's why I'm confused. Sorry, it was Takeoff. Oh, God. I think oh. that Quavo was the one who performed at Eurovision. Yeah, okay, so Quavo did the tribute to no, Takeoff, just, who is oh, dead. Okay. Who is not Offset. Who is not Offset, okay. Moving How did on. He die? I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, I he saw that. He was killed. He was killed. He was shot. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, that's sad. Who else died, I guess? Or... Some other, yeah, Jeff Beck, the guitarist, some other people. Damn. And the stars have actually aligned for me tonight. Oh, today Because I got Beyonce tickets. Oh, mazel. Thank you. My TikTok was filled with, like, similar to Taylor Swift, when my whole TikTok was filled with tricks and tips on how to get tickets and like Ticketmaster stuff. Similarly, the Beyonce side, the Bayhive has filled TikTok and it took me 20 minutes to get tickets. Wow. They really rectified the situation. Or I just have magic touch. I doubt that. I mean, <laughs> Beyonce knows how big a fan I am. She knew um, I needed it. 
Which night are you going to? I'm going to my favorite state and my favorite place in the world, New Jersey, MetLife on July 30th. Wow, that's so exciting for you. I'm really happy. Who um how where are your seats? They're in the like 200, so the mid-level. So they're not good, but they're not bad. They're really like in the middle. Wow, none, none of that has been coming up on my TikTok. I Oh, it's all over mine. Barely well, you're aware. not like in the Bay Hive. <sighs> you're right. I'm not. I'm like yeah. I'm I'm I mean, I ha- I'm B averse, mm-hmm. but Bay adjacent. I like that. That's cool. Tell me a little about your haircut. You look great, even though you seem to be feeling in the dumps. Uh, Yes. Um, So this weekend, I also think this, my like general malaise may be the after effects of like a three-day hangover. Oh, yes. I was violently hungover on Saturday. Me too. No. I was too. Look at us. Look at us. What did you do on Friday night? I went to the Goldman household and I drank a shit ton of bourbon, which I never do. Um, And I was really dehydrated and I woke up feeling the most unwell I felt in like years. Yeah, same. It was it was a dark it was a really dark time for me and I had a hair appointment at 12 p.m. Oh. And so I couldn't cancel it and mm-hmm. I had to go. Luckily, it's a 2-minute walk from my house. So I just like gathered myself and went there. The girl was like, "Do you want something to drink?" And I was like, "What do you have?" And she had Sprite. So I was like, "Oh, I'll oh, take good. a Sprite." So I drank the Sprite and I told her I wanted to just get like I wanted it to be cut slightly above my shoulders, like mm-hmm. shoulder length. And I would I would say this is definitely giving Lord Farquaad. Um, <laughs> it's definitely above your shoulders. But oh, it looks yeah, good. It's, but it, um, it is uh, giving a little Lord Farquaad. It's giving Lord Farquaad. It's also giving um, Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men. <laughs> and the worst part of this is that I've already had this exact same accidental yeah. haircut. Yeah. last year so I didn't even learn my lesson I was texting Ashley and I was like I got the Javier Bardem haircut again and she was like the fact that you have to say again again yeah <laughs> um did you have to get up during the haircut to go to the bathroom because of your hangover because that happened to me once during a haircut yeah I was so violently hung over one haircut this was like three or four years ago at I the Red Door white. Salon in New York City? No, not at the Red Door Salon, <laughs> which is where you think I go. But no, it was at Bumble, whatever, Bumblebee, mm. whatever salon it is. I turned white and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, no, she's in the middle of cutting my hair. I run to the bathroom. The first one I found was the men's room and I puked in a urinal. Ew, Dina. Bigger <laughs> warning. It. <laughs> and then I went back and finished the haircut and all was well. Oh dear. No, no, no. Also, we this is highly problematic for both of us that we have so many of these recent memories to recall, but I know. But when she was blow drying my hair, she was like, "Oh, do you use any products?" And I was like, "Absolutely not," which is I think this connects to our de-influencing trend conversation we'll be having later. Yeah. Um and she was like, "Oh, well, you know, I'll put some like Moroccan oil and then this spray. I like to put it because like it smells really good." And she sprayed it. And I, I was just like, oh no, 
Was it it bad? It was just such a strong scent. Like I couldn't, it was smell. Oh, not with a hangover. And I was like, oh, and she's like, do you need to step outside? And I was like, I'll be fine. (laughs) That's funny. So yeah. Yeah. There's a trend on TikTok where someone jokes about getting a haircut and says like, oh my God, I got this hideous haircut and they're wearing a wig and then their coworkers are on Zoom and they reveal the haircut on Zoom (gasps) and they film all the reactions. And most people think that the haircut is actually real and it's terrible. And some of the coworkers reactions are really good. I, yeah, I have seen have that seen one. It? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a trend. I like it. That's kind of one of those trends where I'm like, if I see two, I laugh, but like enough. Enough. Um, yeah. I, my haircut trend that I've seen on TikTok is really weird. Um, it is brides, because now I'm getting served bridal TikToks, mm-hmm. and it's brides who after their ceremony get their haircut. Between the ceremony and the party? Yes, affirmative. That's so stressful and weird. I agree. I deeply agree. People are just trying to be different in like the most bizarre ways. Just don't. No, that seems crazy. I don't like that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we have a lot of food trends to talk about. We haven't talked about food on TikTok in a while. Food and drink. And Catalina, you posted that you actually, this is a very old TikTok trend, but you tried the feta pasta recently how did, how was that yeah i posted on be real oh, that okay. i i was being real and i also think i messaged you individually mm-hmm. um i wasn't so late to the game that i like posted could you imagine in the year of our lord 2023 if i was like i tried this new pasta it's the feta <laughs> i think my mom even made the feta pasta last year well um, which is real it was okay I will say that I didn't have most of the ingredients, so I don't even know if it qualifies as the feta pasta. I did not have cherry tomatoes. I only had just regular tomatoes, and I didn't have basil. Okay, but aren't those half the ingredient? Isn't it just feta and pasta? It's feta, cherry tomatoes, olive oil, basil, pasta and then i didn't i looked at the new york times cooking recipe which had other things in it i used orecchetti which is not because you fancy i don't know i just i just felt inspired the other day at the store it was uh, i don't want to judge it too hard because i feel like i didn't execute it well enough i think that if i had more tomatoes the sweetness of the tomatoes would cut the saltiness of the feta and i love salt but it's sort of this like dense flavor that um it was fine i mean i ate all of it because i am who i am but (laughs) i would just like rather eat baked feta not with a bunch of pasta smushed into it next time probably okay i like that i I do want to try it one day no never had it but Mm. i will try it one day i I mean it's quite easy to make i will also say the new york times cooking recipe tells you to do one of those things like you know on those like horrific food tiktoks that they're definitely doing horrific things just for views yeah um and a lot of the times they'll like put raw noodles in and bake it ew the new york times recipe tells you to do that Oh, and but I, you cooked yours first. Yes, because I'm not a savage. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, so the new trend that's been going around is French onion pasta. So mm. it, I feel like this is similar to like the feta pasta trend, just like French onion pasta. And as far as I know, this this creator at 
Carol B. Cook started it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of blew up and people are doing variations. I do want to try it. I like French onion soup. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be like the flavors of French onion soup with pasta. So, I mean, it sounds good. What do you think? I think that that recipe asks you to cook your pasta in the sauce, the French onion sauce, and mm-hmm. not cook it separately and then put it in the sauce. Okay. So that goes against my basic pasta making principles, but I could be swayed. I I would probably try it. Um, yeah that way the first time and then decide whether or not I thought it like made it get weird but it sounds pretty good did I tell you about the salad that I've been making no is it a TikTok salad is it the green goddess it is a baked by Melissa salad yeah the green goddess salad yeah it's not the green goddess oh okay she has a vegan Caesar dressing with Brussels sprouts and kale that sounds good. That sounds like a dangerous endeavor. But well, so dangerous far, for gas, like and other expelling things. gas. Yeah. 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 But so far, so good. Last week, I ate it right before I walked to campus to teach, and I was like, we'll see. But I was <laughs> oh, fine. Poor students of yours. I was fine. That. I was luckily, I was fine. Good. I think because everything was cut really finely. Mm-hmm. Great, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, Baked by Melissa on TikTok who, if anyone doesn't know, she does like the small cupcakes, but she's really actually become famous for her salads now on TikTok. She influences me. Yeah, quite the salad influencer. Moving on to what I think is my favorite drink trend on TikTok, but it's it's only on TikTok because Gen Z is actually doing it. It's something called the Borg, which is a blackout rage gallon. And I think uh, there's a creator called at Bella Alonzo. She explains it well. Here it is. It's a snow day at UT, so I'm going to show you how I make my Borg. So first you need a, a gallon of water. You want to pour out about half of it. Now it's time to add your liquor. Today we're using Tito's vodka. It's in this little sweater, very on theme, staying warm. Then you're going to pour oh, it right in your Borg. I put in probably like a third this and the final real step in making a borg is to add your mia or some crystallite so i'm just gonna squirt it for like five seconds but i like to add some special juice so i'm gonna throw in a celsius this is the sparkling wild berry flavor so we're gonna pour in the celsius and then lastly because it's only 1 p.m we're gonna add some liquid iv so we don't get hungover at midnight i'm just gonna throw this whole pack in here i shake it all up taste test it's really good. Everyone reviewed it and also said it tastes really good. So happy snow day. I think this is fantastic. Like I want to have a Borg party myself. I love this. What do you think? I was so, so, so happy when you sent this to me because last year on St. Patrick's Day, I was in Blacksburg, Virginia, where Ivan is getting his master's at Virginia Tech. And we were driving through the town and there were so many youth walking around with jugs, these gallon jugs. Borgs. They're, of, now you they know were, they're Borgs. They were walking around with Borgs. And I was like, is this a St. Patrick's Day thing? Like, <laughs> what's happening? I don't know. And then I told him, I was like, you need to ask your students when you go and teach next week, like, what's going on with these gallons of juice coloring? 
Right. Um, as a 34 year old woman, I do not want to drink one of those. I have absolutely no interest in that. What? No, it's just like water and liquor. And flavor. So like, I love Ew, that she puts no. liquid IV in and the Mio. No. So it probably tastes Ugh. good. Here's what I like. No. And actually, I'm mm-hmm. not going to articulate this well. But there is a creator named at Erin.Monroe who articulates like how good this actually is for Gen Z versus what we used to do. Here it is. I'm 37 years old. I graduated my undergrad program in 2008. I'm also credentialed in substance use prevention in New York State. And this is my take on the board. Gen Z has evolved. We were drinking gin buckets and jungle juice out of uh, plastic containers and trash cans in the basement of frat houses. Gen Z said, no, we want better for ourselves. Whether or not they realize that they're doing it, this is actually really solid harm reduction. They're deciding what they're drinking, they're keeping it in a closed container, and they're bringing it with them everywhere. They're not dipping their cup into some mystery bucket that anybody could have put anything into. Now, if you pair this with some additional harm reduction, like spacing and pacing your drinking, making sure you have a safe ride home and staying with trusted friends, you're not really on your way to doing something pretty solid. So. Okay, so Gen Z is actually just being more like germaphobic. Like I think the pandemic, one thing to come out well is that they're worried about germs and I love it. This would have been great for me in college. I think, yes, from a safety perspective, I totally agree. Like in terms of like, um assault prevention like you know i'm not even thinking about germs i'm thinking about assault but yeah yeah but um i just think that it's really disgusting and i think the reason it appeals to you is because you're someone who likes putting things like liquid iv and flavor drops into bottles of water whereas true i just feel like i've aged out of that a little bit Mm-hmm. Although I do have this stuff that I was drinking when I had my hangover on Saturday. See, it's hydrating stuff. It's new, mm-hmm. which is the same yeah. thing as like a liquid IV. One of these should sponsor this podcast. Mm. Noon. <laughs> noon. I was influenced to do noon by Peloton, actually, because oh, really? the, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm very easily swayed. No, liquid IV has been great for curing hangovers and also for marathon training. I just can't imagine. Can you imagine like going to a party and carrying a jug around the entire time? I used to carry a Poland Spring little bottle the entire time because I would want my own vodka and not whatever jungle juice or like disgusting beer. So like if it was cool, like of course I could imagine carrying around a jug. It's just like a little bigger than my... This size Poland Spring bottle, the 16 ounce. I also, I wonder if they share those jugs because that's just so much liquor. I don't think they do because there's some TikToks, like there was a TikTok someone posted and it was a Borg party and the theme was like pirates and they all named their Borg pirate Borg things and they all had their own. Is is this specific to certain universities, do you think? So I, I'm going to guess, and I have no authority on this, but I'm going to guess yes. Like if you're going to a state school, if you're tailgating, if it's a frat party, like at NYU, I don't know if people are going to be walking through the street, like Third Avenue with their board. board. I I don't know if we would have shown up to like a dorm party with the board. We definitely would have. I would have. Well, it would have been a smaller board. It would have been a big, a big, a big, mini big. Um, I'm just so happy that I now know what that thing I saw was because it was so bizarre to me 
And as someone with absolutely no context, you're just like, okay, I guess this is like a theme party. And my theory when we saw it happening was I thought that it was like a roofie prevention mechanism, which it kind of, I think it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And germ protection. All right. All right. With the germs. All right. But uh, do you remember having jungle juice? Like jungle juice was disgusting. Talk about gross flavors. At least you could pick these flavors. Jungle juice was like ever clear. It always tasted like cough syrup because there probably was cough medicine in it. God <laughs> knows what was in that shit. I don't think we drank that much jungle juice. I feel like I maybe did at like frat parties Ugh, or like yeah. well, if well, I you visited were, Alina. You were the one who elected of your own volition to join a sorority while attending NYU. So that's on you for having Tell those jungle juice Tell us how you really feel about that, Catalina. <laughs> or not. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This topic is very fun. And I haven't been seeing it a lot on my For You page. You've been sending me the videos, but it's basically de-influencing. I'm going to have the user at Michelle Skidelsky explain it. So I'm really enjoying this whole de-influencing thing, partially because I personally have a really bad spending problem, which is like embarrassing to admit, but it's true. Um, I like buying new things. I like feeling like my life is aesthetic and on trend, and I like adding novelty to my life. Um, which is fine. Like, it's fine to buy new things and it's fine to treat yourself every once in a while. But when overconsumption is like your coping mechanism, like it is mine, not only is that so bad for like your mental health and the planet and whatever, it's going to make you so broke. And I know that from personal experience. So here's my take as a regular person on things that you simply do not need. Starting off with the worst offender, expensive body wash in my opinion there truly is like not a bigger waste of money why do you need this it's body wash go to the drugstore get like an aveeno body wash you'll be happy your skin will be happy you do not have the money to be buying this if you're like a regular person like me it's body wash don't buy this this might be controversial but i do not think you need multiple sets of like fancy coordinated loungewear like, Margaret Atwood has that quote about women being their own voyeurs, and it is about this. This is loungewear. It's what you wear at home. Like, fine, have one nice set. You don't need multiple. It's what you're wearing at home. No one is seeing you wear this. If you're comfortable, then you're comfortable. And also, we as a society are, like, exiting the pandemic era. So if you're trying to have a job anytime soon, invest in clothing you could wear to an office, not in loungewear. You don't need it. You have tons of loungewear already. I guarantee it. We all do. If you have makeup that's like not expired and works for you, you do not need to buy new makeup. Use what you have. You do not need to be on top of the latest and greatest new products if you already have stuff that works. You do not need to try every like dupe that comes across your For You page and buy every single drugstore lipstick. You don't need that many lipsticks. You don't need this. If you have stuff that works, just use that. Buy new things when you need them. If you are buying an iPad in the hopes of becoming like an iPad girly who has her life together, buying an iPad will not be the thing that gets your life together. You do not need one. And if you are going to buy one, like I have an iPad that I use for like school readings and watching Netflix and that's it. Like I don't actually need it. But if you are going to buy an iPad, if you're not doing like heavy duty creative work, don't get an iPad Pro. You don't need that. A regular iPad will do just fine. And it's like $500 cheaper. You don't need a Stanley Cup. 
or any other trending water bottle like you just don't for something that's going to be out of trend in like six months it's already way too expensive but also this is just a water bottle like you can get a perfectly fine water bottle for under 25 dollars. it's just a water bottle i think i like this trend i find it entertaining some versions of it though have the exact opposite effect where they're telling you like what products they don't like but then they give you alternate products right and i'm like okay i mean i love the idea of like less consumption as i'm saying here telling you all the things that i've been influenced to purchase like waving my noon but (laughs) i do think that it's cool that people are inserting into the conversation this sort of like anti-consumerist discourse to an extent to an extent but so many of them in de-influencing are just then saying i watched one and it was like don't buy this just buy this and i'm like that's not de-influencing that's just influencing me to buy things that are slightly cheaper you know so it's like a double negative right a negative and a negative is a positive right so it's like you're still still like you're trying to right you're still buying so but i like what this um creator michelle says because i agree with all she makes four points right the body wash the loungewear the makeup and the ipad Mm -hmm. i agree with all of those points Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as someone who as someone who likes to wear the same sweatshirt for like ever you know that i've been living that point for you've been living that life yeah I'm do you, actually, I, do, I don't have an ipad either no i don't have an ipad either yeah. i kind of would like one but i probably would buy it with university funds like through work you know i would get like a work right. ipad i don't think that i would get an ipad just for myself the body wash one i think it's more maybe just buy one body wash well then. i think she's saying you don't even buy yes buy one but it could be walgreens brand which is my body wash right now is walgreens brand which is literally the same thing as dove like it's in the same container it's like the same consistency as dove it's just walgreens brand well, you're and a you lover. know i love a Dwayne reed i i know you also love like a two dollar suave shampoo i was so. brought up on two dollar suave shampoos conditioners my deodorant suave See, to me, I prefer a little bit higher quality product, but Mm -hmm. I don't need to buy many versions of it. I think that what you see a lot of the time that this is responding to is everyone, and she says this about makeup, right? Where it's like, you don't need to buy new makeup all the time. Just use the makeup that you have. Although I guess makeup can expire and mine, if it, can expire is definitely expired um but i i i don't know i i understand where this is coming from obviously if someone's a makeup artist or someone's really into makeup and they want multiple different makeup products sure but i think it's sort of um combating against this like mindless consumerism that influencer culture foments Mm, you know well said yeah and i love it because I am not into makeup and I, and I always feel, I constantly feel bad about being behind. Like I have, like my friend Inji is constantly sending me like, oh, this is like the new hot 
tool they use in Korea or like this is the face wash like or the face cream and she'll actually buy them for me and I love everything like mm -hmm. if she was an influencer like I would trust her because everything she gets me or tells me is amazing but it makes me feel stress that I'm behind the times I'm constantly like oh my skin must be bad because I don't have I'm susceptible to it however like I'm just someone who can't keep up or doesn't choose to because I, I actually don't care because I rarely wear makeup I was at Marshall's on my you know hangover day after my haircut because I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with myself and so I went to Marshall's and I was in the face product section that is all these brands I've never heard of and they're all like knockoff whatever brands and I saw one that looked kind of clinical and I started googling it and this older woman come up to me and she's like don't buy it it's not worth it oh my god I love that and I was like all right Cool, thanks. You were influenced. That was, like little one little review was like, all right, fine. I'll I was put it down. influenced. Yeah. And yeah. I, was like, right, I trust this woman. Okay. And then I went to Ulta. I think that's another thing. The way that the anxiety that that you're filled with when you're like, oh, I'm doing the wrong things and I'm not taking care of my skin right is when you go to places like Ulta or Sephora, yeah. and I don't even recognize half the products in there. Exactly. But like. I've, whatever. I don't know. I'm not a Kardashian. My face is going to look old as I age. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to wash it with my CeraVe products, which are because I was influenced to buy them on TikTok. Exactly. And probably call it a day. Yeah, totally. But I love your point that, like, de-influencing is actually just influencing to do other things. So is there such a thing as de-influencing even? Who knows? Yeah, there is. It's I actually think the one girl who did it well is the one who just made a list of things not to buy. Not and to buy. Tried alternatives because de-influencing is just choosing not to consume. There you go. All right. You heard right. it here first, folks. I love it. I love this trend. And I think people are just also like sick of influencer culture because now everyone wants to be an influencer and it just gets a little draining to keep hearing and like new voices and things. It's just, it's, it's crowded. Everything's crowded. Everyone's getting, everything has its peaks and valleys. I mean, being, going to a valley. being an influencer is being a salesperson. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Plain and simple. All right, moving on to our next trends, which I love is the dupe girls. And I think the original, I don't know if there was anyone before them, but they're the best. It's at Wilson Olivia 69. Just take a listen. Target dupes. Harry dupe. Carhartt dupe. Kate Spade dupe. Go to the farmer's market in Williamsburg on a Sunday dupe. Your grandmother's precious pearls. Zoop. Chicken cutlet. Zoop. Known as slippers. <laughs> Dental floss. Zoop. Justin and Brittany. Zoop. Doug Dimmadome. Zoop. Nick Tassel. Zoop. Top Gun. Zoop. Chit Simmons. Zoop. <laughs> My pussy. Zoop. Doop. 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 So. So also, this is so good because it actually relates back to like de-influencing because dupes are super popular because like uh, everyone wants like a cheaper version and this is just like a comedic satirical take on it. Right. And then you sent me a video from your friend Steph who does 
influencing, not influencing, to social, social media, media for, for Whole Foods. And they did a really funny take on the dupe trend with their 365 brand. Yes, I had to watch it twice. I was so confused because I had not seen that first video. Right. And she was, I was like, what even is this? And she was like, I mean, confusion gets views. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because if you saw the original do people who were going around, like that joke makes sense. And if you haven't, hadn't seen it, like it's still just like, what are these Whole Foods people doing? Just like, like screaming silly. dupe. Yeah, exactly. So it works either way, which is right. Oh, I have something to de-influence at Whole Foods, by the way. (laughs) The most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. I purchased, well, okay, that's an exaggeration, but a very foul thing that I ate once that I bought at Whole Foods was Epic. You know that brand? It's like a beef jerky brand. Ew. First, I hate beef jerky. Oh, I love beef jerky. I like it's not I love you know most foods except cilantro I'll add beef jerky to the list I don't know it's not for me that's interesting I oh what about like a wait. turkey stick what about a slim jim I'm sorry I know why I have a trauma with a slim jim <gasps> when I was at is this gonna be I gross was, we need to trigger no, warn okay no it's not gonna be gross I was attending fat camp as mm-hmm. a child it always goes back yeah. to fat camp it always goes back to fat camp and we went to a movie we saw Armageddon great movie <laughs> uh, oh i'll never forget this and there were counselors who stand near the concession so you cannot buy anything so they're like guards that is just so so you can't get popcorn mm-hmm. you can't get candy you can't get soda you just go raw just, dog the movie <laughs> you <Yeah>. just watch <laughs> armageddon just watch armageddon no candy no <laughs> snacks no soda nothing Okay, then we take a 15-passenger van back, and in the 15-passenger van, this kid who's, like, my hero, he somehow, I don't know how, he must have said he had to pee during the movie and there were no guards anymore. The one thing he purchased at the movie theater, he's sneaking a Slim Jim in the back of the 15-pass van. I see him gnawing on the Slim Jim. That's what he went for. And I go, that's what you went for? Like, I have no idea how he got this Slim Jim from the movie theater. But it, like, looked horrendous and smelled horrendous. I don't know how the counselors didn't smell it or he wasn't caught. But I visibly saw him gnawing on it. And I was like, that's not for me. Uh, also, that's a bad choice if you're going to, like, steal anything. First of all, my apologies to that kid for that trauma that he had to experience. What about me? Well, yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> how terrible is that to be like, absolutely not. You like, we're gonna put the food behind bars. That'll solve whatever we see as a problem. But regardless, I like Slim Jims, so okay. I well, think yeah. I might have been. I would have. I might have gone for a Slim Jim if you I had the opportunity. It seems like something if you're trying to sneak food mm-hmm. that you could, yeah, sneak eat like because it's slim. It's slim. <laughs> it probably it fit in his pants pocket. Probably. Yeah, and you can't like quickly eat Rolos, those are going to get True. all stuck in your mouth. Rolos. <laughs> or milk duds, you know, the ones or that are real that. sticky. Raisinets. Twizzlers. Uh, Twizzlers wouldn't be my choice. You love, see, you I love, love a liquid Twizzlers. IV. You love a sugar. <laughs> I love a sugar. Anyway, we, were ba- we, we got really sidetracked. I have to tell you about okay. the jerky. Okay, so you don't like jerky. I love jerky. I'm a jerky queen. I love a meat stick. I need a I need a Slim Jim. Probably the only one that I wouldn't eat is that one that they sell at the gas station. That's like meat next to a cheese. That looks really bad to me. 
Um, But I also, because if you eat the like not Slim Jim versions, like a Chomps, sponsor me. If you eat a Chomps, (laughs) they don't have all those additives and it's just like eating a protein stick. So if you're trying to get protein, it's like a quick protein, right? Okay, macros. Yeah. So, (laughs) so um, I was at Whole Foods one day looking to up my protein count and I was in the meats aisle, the dried meats aisle, and they have this brand Epic, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to de-influence you all now from Epic. They make a salmon jerky. Oh, no. in my mind, it sounded kind of good. Although I do know I have a problem because there's several times that I've been in a dog food aisle and I thought it was beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I felt that too because th- the pet food should be in a different store completely. I mean, not in an aisle. it's basically the same. Like I'm almost Probably. curious enough to like buy a bag and try. I you won't. would try. I you should try. If I had you a would. dog, I would. You would. But yeah. I don't have a dog. So call me okay. in a few years when I have a dog. I'll let you know if I'm trying my dog's jerky. But anyway, they must have different like health codes for the factories the dog's jerkies are made in. I don't know. Okay, the point is, it. so I FDA. bought this. This is a really long story. So I bought this salmon, this jerky, epic jerky. salmon. And I went down into the car because I obviously had to immediately eat it. And because like whatever <laughs> I bought at Whole Foods, what I needed to eat was this jerky salmon. It was like kind of like a brick. When I tell you, it was the one of the most disgusting things I've ever eaten in my entire life. It wasn't the fish that was a problem. It was that it oh. was sweetened. <gasps> yes. No. I imagine it tasting like hard locks like yeah which exactly which i was like Like hell yeah sign me up yeah Yeah, i would love that that would be really good what was it sweetened with like sugary locks probably like agave (laughs) oh my god okay well i'm sorry for that experience for you yeah nobody buy epic salmon everyone not beef jerky everyone everyone engaged with the whole foods tiktok to support steph's content no one by Epic Jerky. Wonderful. Okay, you've now been de-influenced. De-influenced. Our last trend is a song trend. And it's a bit morbid. I believe uh, the original person with the sound is someone by the username of at one. So emo1. <laughs> Here it is. This person was trying to get the lyrics of some song, but instead said, I'm just trying to kill myself. Is that it? Is it like, I try not to kill myself? Yeah, that's it. I tried not to. Is that the lyrics, or are we just doing what they did? We're doing what they did. I don't know what the original song was that they got wrong or anything, but this I try not to kill myself became very viral. So people are posting big blurbs of something embarrassing that happened. Mm-hmm. with this song in the background. So there's there's some there's some funny ones. That is very Gen Z humor. 
the like very totally. dark humor like yeah. at my funeral like not me on death row right. <laughs> <laughs> skull emoji yeah exactly all right here here's a good one and the comments for all of these oh you got to check them out at rachel hossibs said I grew up in a very sentimental family, so the first time I trimmed my pubes, I collected all the hairs and put them in a ring box for my mom so she could remember me becoming a woman. And she said, oh, no, baby, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> the comments are like, some things are not meant to be shared. Like, why did you ever actually put that on the Internet? That's that so disturbing. So bad. It's so funny. I could relate because I'm very sentimental, sentimental and I've kept mental. like candy from like my grandparents and like labeled it. You didn't keep your pubes. Definitely did not keep my pubes because that's like a germy, germaphobe problem for me. No, right. I didn't keep, but like I could see the thought process behind it as a young person. But like, yeah, the pubes thing, no. No, 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 definitely not. That's like keeping like, oh, you know what? I, when I got my wisdom teeth taken out and I was like really messed up on whatever drugs they gave me, they didn't put me under fully, but so I was awake and I remember after they finished, I like in my weirdly awoken state was like, can I see them? And I probably <laughs> would have asked to keep them if they were whole, oh. but they were like crushed up to pieces. Really? They yeah. crush your wisdom teeth? I still have all and my they're wisdom like, teeth. So. Really? Yeah, I know. Well, it's if weird. they're impacted, then they have to like go in there and get them out. Go in there and get them I mean, also, out. don't trust me. I don't know. This was like 10 years ago and I was on yeah. laughing gas, but okay. this is my Wait, I'm re I remember I actually did once keep a scab in a plastic bag That for a while. is so – I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I did do that. I did do that. Like a scab fell off and I don't know why – but I put it in a Ziploc bag. I was I was super young. That is Don't not sentimentality. That is just... no. It was because I was like, oh, I'm gonna miss having this scab on me. <laughs> I think we just okay. need a giant trigger warning on today's episode today's, for sure. For scab sure. talk with Dina. <laughs> that camp talk, salmon jerky talk. Ugh. Okay, another. Great example. Do you want to read this next one? Sure. It's by at official Heather G Dog. When I was seven, I accidentally shit myself and my parents found out and I didn't know what to tell them. <laughs> so I started evil laughing and saying the devil made me do it. And my parents called the church and they did an exorcist, an exorcist, they didn't say exorcism, an exorcist on me. Yeah, that's what it said. Exorcist on me. That's funny. And then in the background, it's, I try not to kill myself. Also, suicide trigger warning. Also, yeah. Also, what is wrong with that person's parents? Mm -hmm. Have you ever pooped in your pants, Dina? When I was younger, I was in Jamaica and I pooped in my bathing suit. <laughs> and that was very traumatic. I was, I was probably like four or five. You know my um, story, right? You've I feel like you've pooped in your pants several times. No. As an adult. No. In my pants? No. The Etruscan ruins? Uh, that wasn't in, Italy? in my pants. I had an emergency you... need to go to the bathroom, but the poop was not in my pants. Trigger warning. <laughs> okay, but you took your pants off in the Etruscan ruins 
poops and then couldn't put them back on though they were leggings like you got poop on the leggings i did not get poop on the this is this is libel no this is slander <laughs> why didn't you wear the leggings after the poop dina i don't think that this is delicate enough conversation <laughs> i think i don't know they were tights i was wearing tights with a dress i okay. think i just it's no, either here nor there this is not the story i was meaning to tell um the story i was meaning to tell was when i was 13 and i pooped in my tankini <laughs> and actually, I was eating Rolos, so <laughs> full circle. It all comes back to the Rolos. But both of us okay. have pooped our bathing suits. Yeah. Well, you pooped on the Whitestone Bridge. Uh, yeah, as a child, my mom loves to tell that story. All right. This is devolving into poop talk. All right. Last one with I Try Not to Kill Myself is by at a sully331. When the icebreaker on the first day of class was, if you could have lunch with anyone dead or alive, who would you have lunch with? And I volunteered to go first and pick Chris Evans and all other 45 people in class picked a dead relative. I just have to say the people in that person's class were pick me's. Mm, yes, I agree. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Not fun. That's not fun at all. Who would you pick Anne Frank? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, trigger warning. Holocaust. <laughs> no, actually, I'll never forget this, but one of my cousins got asked that question, and the first thing that came to her mind was Condoleezza Rice. For, you know, she like had read an article. <laughs> and that's why I love this. Because I will never forget that she said Condoleezza Rice, because that is the most random thing in the whole entire world to say. I think I would be really stressed out. Um, I I actually have a good icebreaker question that I made people mad at me once answering, which was, and then we have to circle back to who we would have a dead meal with. But if you could solve, if you could solve one, if you could ask one question and get the answer about anything in the world, what would it be? Do you want me to ask this or do you? Gonna... No, I want you to answer and then I'll tell you mine. I'm going to circle back to something. Oh, no. Why did the Holocaust happen? You know why the Holocaust happened. <laughs> There's no questions. I mean, unless know. you're one of those. Uh, no. No, no, no. See, you said it no, it's Frank, like a mystery. It's of. a mystery. Okay, so mine was, I want to know what happened at Roanoke. It was like one of the first colonies in north america and the colonists just like disappeared and like no one knows what happened i'm sure it's like not exciting whatsoever um but i told this to my friend and they were like you don't want to know like why the universe exists you just want to know what happened at roanoke <laughs> yeah. and i was like yeah because i'll probably be upset finding out why the universe exists but i probably <laughs> won't care if i find out what happens at roanoke anyway all right who are you gonna have besides condoleezza rice who are you gonna have a meal with <laughs> that wasn't me that was my cousin mm. and you answered for me and frank okay. but it would be like a dead relatives right like i would pick like one of my i would pick one of my grandparents sure I just thought of who I'd pick. You, oh, I know who you'd pick. Can I guess? Yeah. Aaron Carter. Yes, that was exactly yes! who I guessed. <laughs> oh, rip. 
Rip AC. RIP Aaron Carter. Okay, well, this has been a really delightful episode. We're definitely not going to get sponsored by noon after this. (laughs) Sponsor us if you want. Um, Thank you. Please rate, review, subscribe. And thanks so much for listening. Bye. I try not to keep myself.